0: This one's for you, Boston. Boston's a different city than it was 20 years ago. The hope rises again, and the dream lives on. Larry Bird's not walking through
1: that door fence.
0: The world will return to this great American city to run harder than ever, and to cheer even louder.
2: This is our f***ing city. Yes, indeed. Welcome back to The Boston Podcast. This is David Yaz, and I hope you've enjoyed the content that we've put out for you on The Boston Podcast. You can find all of our past episodes on thebostonpodcast.com. You can hear us interview the likes of Bob Lobel and Emily Rooney and Jay Carney, who was the attorney for Whitey Bulger, which is a pretty cool conversation. You should listen back. If you saw the movie Black Mass, which I thought was pretty phenomenal, um... Jay Carney gives us some inside conversations with Whitey that you probably haven't heard before. So visit us on thebostonpodcast.com. And we have, uh, as usual, an awesome guest for you. It's uh, my friend Nora Youssef. Now, Nora is a financial advisor at the firm, firm do I call it a firm? An institution? Mm-hmm. RBC Wealth Management. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so, oh, now now Nora oh. is giving me her, buy- look at this, prepared. Yeah. By the way, I have a sidekick. Did you want to be the sidekick? Yeah. All right. So, right.
3: (laughs) It's more the merrier.
2: So um, I didn't invite her, but she's here. No, I'm just kidding. My (laughs) friend, my friend attorney Monica Singh is here. Um, We've, uh, if you're a fan of the podcast, maybe you've already heard our conversation with Monica, but, um, but Mon, I'm glad you're here. Stick around. Thank you. uh, You're, uh, you're uh, a friend of the show. Thank you. You can always come in. You can always come in. You'll be that person always kind of in the back, you know. Um or in the front, knowing you. So, but, um, so, but Nora, the reason why I wanted Nora on the show is, is because she's cool. She, she, I met her recently and I'm already very impressed, I must say. But Nora is a financial advisor who you've managed to, um, be a little bit of a media personality and to, to uh, giving people advice about money, which I'm impressed with because this is my, uh, former occupation. Uh, I only left it just recently. And, um, it's, this is this is maybe inside baseball, but it's it's hard for a financial advisor to give advice publicly because there are so many rules you have to go by when you give advice, right? It is so true. Yeah, it's, it's always hard.
1: walking a fine line. Right. So I'm putting my life at risk for you. Today.
2: <laughs> you know what? I appreciate wow. it, Nora. That's pretty cool. But um, you've been. Um, but tell us. Uh, I'm looking at your bio here, but uh, but you can tell me yourself. You, you've yeah. you, you've done some some media hits. That, we'll start with that. It's not the most important sure. thing, but you've done. Uh, you've okay. been quoted and. Tell me about that.
1: Yeah, yeah I've, um, I've done some writing for Financial Advisor magazine. I've been in uh, Huffington Post Live, Money Matters Radio. I've done a couple of shows for them where we talk about different topics, uh, whether it's social security, whether it's getting the most money possible out of colleges mm-hmm. uh, and really using whatever you can to your advantage to either get more money or save more. Um, Also, I do uh, put together quite a few panels in the Boston area for Babson College as well as for Elevate, which is a major uh, uh, women's uh, uh, networking group in the city. I've also put together um, what's becoming more and more popular is a series uh, that started out with a handful of women. Now is the standing room only. I actually just moved to a larger venue. Wait, hold
2: on. Back up. This is yeah. a lot of information. What, yeah. But what, what, last thing, what was what, the last thing? All right, hold on. Right. <laughs> there I'll... it is. We <laughs> got some ice. And, and already and we, ice lost, is back. we lost control of the podcast. All right. So we, we record the Boston podcast on Friday afternoons at the law firm of uh, Hirsch Roberts. And the bar is always open. No, we uh, occasionally we would like to have the, you know, uh, libation to, uh, you know, soothe the nerves on a Friday afternoon, and so I needed to explain that if you hear the ice clinking. Are you nervous? It's not, no, I just, I don't <laughs> want people to think, like, we have impressive people on the show, and I don't want people to think we just come here and drink, but, but, Max, while you're at it, if you wouldn't mind. Um, <laughs> Every time so a bell rings, an yes. angel gets his wings. <laughs>
3: wow, set the table.
2: So, <laughs> that was unreal. Is there anyone you know, the first parentheses of the show, that still has a, a bar in their office, like a professional, mm-hmm. either lawyer or, or financial advisor, or, or who has, I heard uh, there's an insurance guy who, of some repute, don't worry, Max, I'll reach all the way across the table to get my drink, um, who has, a uh, like, a, I thought a maybe it would make table. a comeback with, with, like, Mad Men, like, it's an old school thing. Like, it used to, that used to be the thing, right? Yeah. You would, you so would go into So, yeah.
0: if I'd have a bar? What, what, what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. If do you have, do you have not a bunch the, of of bottles in a
2: in, a drawer? in your bottom drawer, Max. That's oh. usually
3: how lawyers roll. Like we Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: no, but do you know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. Well, you were a big Mad Men fan. I mean, so like I know. that was a thing in the 50s and 60s and maybe even and even like the having a martini at lunch on a Friday afternoon.
3: So my very first um, job after law school, we had a cart that came around at 4 that had <laughs> alcohol and popcorn. Are you serious? 100% nice. in New Hampshire. It had a cart with alcohol and it was popcorn
0: an like moonshine, we right? were
3: we yeah. were we were encouraged to sort of participate and and to leave our offices and engage with people for a little that's bit. cool
2: i think yeah for at some point like the pendulum swung so far like towards like modern prohibition it, it really was right right i mean i remember i seem to remember it happening like right when i was in college like right when things were getting fun Max, stop it. Max is Being looking at you mean, saying prohibition right. has been dead. So, no, for I mean, LA just, the, but, but I don't know. I yeah. mean, the, the, I mean, and listen, there's probably a, a proper balance of this kind of thing, but um, anyway, I think it's okay to have a drink once in a while. Sure. So, that's Nora. Uh, it, it is Friday. Put, Friday put that, afternoon after put after that on my tombstone. Thank you. So, um, but Nora, so tell us, tell us, um, we talked about your media hits you and whatnot. Um, well, give us back, give us a, let's back up a little bit. Where'd you grow sure. up? Where'd you grow up?
1: All right, I grew up in Foxborough. Okay. Foxborough Mass
2: Kids. that's exotic
1: yeah. well it's yeah. uh, back up even further so my uh, so you know
2: I, we're neighbors I grew up in Charity oh that's right yeah. absolutely that's
1: right yeah, yeah. well Foxborough so. at the time before there was Patriot Place I mean when I was growing right. up there it was Friendlies and the 99 those were the hot spots
2: yeah no I, I remember Friendly's right? well, but you had the um, uh, the horse racing right the, the, the um, horse track in Greenham no it was, wasn't there one riding Foxborough for a while I think there was Right. it was, it was next to uh, Sullivan Stadium But anyways, we we digress.
3: Were you in close enough proximity to to rent parking spots for Patriots? Not that (laughs) close (laughs) for Patriots. We we
1: couldn't rent a spot, but we could hear the concerts. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's like a huge thing. Yeah, where they regulated that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you're going back even further, so my. By the way, I
2: forgot. You know, you're you're younger than I am. That's why you don't remember the horse racing. It's okay. This is like in the 70s. My dad. Every we went out to dinner on a Friday night, and my dad would always like break away and go, "I'm gonna catch a couple races over at the track." Um, Now there's no horse racing anywhere in Mass. Anyway, so um, please continue. Yep, so grew up in
0: Foxborough.
1: Foxborough. Going back even further, my parents are uh, from Lebanon. They immigrated during the Lebanese Civil War. So uh, first generation, they came to the U.S. with the American dream, had zero dollars in their pockets, hardly, I don't think, finished high school. So no formal education. Didn't speak a lick of English. And
2: when they came over from Lebanon, they so not in, right in Foxborough. No. Uh,
1: right. They settled in first in Quincy, right? Then Walpole, and eventually Foxborough. Uh, but again, I mean, they came here with nothing. Just imagine. Yeah.
2: Uh, Seriously. Uh, Wait, no, I'm sorry. Only. Grandparents or pa- my parents. Parents and yeah. and your dad. Uh, did or does what you do as well, right?
1: So that's my stepdad who I work oh, with.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Yep. yep,
1: so I'm a third generation financial advisor. So it's my stepdad that I work with. He's my partner. Um, and his dad, who's in his 80s, uh, also founded the practice in 1959. I feel like I might need her.
2: <laughs> you, you, you will, but by the so, end of this podcast, you will.
1: Yeah. So, so my grandpa, um, he's a really interesting guy. Again, my stepdad's dad, right? Um, okay. So he worked on the New York Stock Exchange uh, in, in his 20s. Back when people and not computers ran the trades. So he would be running the floors, uh, got homesick and moved back and started the practice. Um, and he's, he's 80 this year, still comes into work every day, pepping his step, always right. singing some kind of song, more energy than all of us combined with a Red Bull in our system.
2: By the way, don't you? <laughs> You said yeah. you were gonna bring me Red Bull today. Yeah, so. I have one. That's okay. Wait,
3: do you swear <laughs> by Red Bull? Oh, still early. Do you think Red Bull's like? No, no, no.
2: Okay,
3: <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, where people get their I, energy from, and like, uh, I I'm always skeptical of like energy sort of drinks yeah. and like. I
2: just I actually have developed a taste for Red Bull. I like it. It's embarrassing because like people look at me and make like fun of me. like inside the can. Is what yeah. It eh, like. You you gotta have a few. Like once you get into it, it's a... anyway. But um. Yeah. So, but, so let's go. But yeah. hold on, Nora. I I things I need to know. Um. Let's go back to your parents. Come mm-hmm. over from Lebanon. Yeah. What, what year about are we talking about?
1: Uh, they come over in the 80s.
2: Okay. Yep. And um, they come over here and they're, they're working right away or they're struggling? Or they they
1: strap and find work wherever they can find it. Um, and again, I mean, imagine yourself not knowing family, not knowing the language. It's really incredible when you think back what they had to go through. Um, so they just did odd jobs, built themselves up. My dad was selling jewelry door to door. He has stories of people chasing him with a knife. Oh, well. um, <laughs> going after the cash in his pockets. I mm-hmm. mean, really, really struggling. Uh, yeah. And in both in their own rights ended up uh, being really entrepreneurial and building their own businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad went from, again, door to door selling jewelry, from then owning a uh, furniture store in Dorchester to then getting into the construction business. Mm-hmm. Um, and in his own right, really became a financially successful guy. My mom... Uh, again, did a lot of odd jobs, um, was an electrolysis, electrolysis, and then later on um, went to work. What's an
2: electrolysis?
1: Oh, come on. All women I know.
2: I mean, <laughs> <should, should Carrie, laughs> oh, oh. I'm a laser girl, but hey, hey, I totally get it. To high five. Listen, <laughs>
3: that's not natural. So, I so, love this. So I mean, now we're getting to something wait, good. Wait,
2: doesn't that hurt? Does that hurt? Oh, it's worth it.
1: Penis, Penis beauty laser I was going to say I- So she she went to Phyltralysis and then Because that's the start okay. You have to be yeah. Phyltralysis certified And then she went on To be laser tech certified And now yeah. she has Her own clinic it's I just, like, I just it's do like, a threading It's like I mi- <laughs> do a
0: full body threading It's like
1: laser is like a miracle <laughs> Miracle It's <is laughs> so so It seems like, like a lot of
2: work Versus Wes It's worth it.
1: it But it's permanent Yes
2: does Yes Monica your arms are lovely They're lovely um, Come on. Uh, all right. Yes.
1: Um,
3: Discriminate. Yes. <laughs> this is why you have women on the Take
2: show. Taking an unusual He's start. like, but I yes, don't yes, really no. know how to
3: edit this out. <laughs> what do I do now? Just they're going to start adding a camera to the it. show. People
0: at the office building across from us are looking
3: <laughs> at it. And they're oh, like, wait. They're oh, like wow, okay. what is going on in there, and how do I get in there?
2: I can't. I can't so no listen exactly, listen exactly. so right. that so that, that i mean i don't want to get too <laughs> personal here but you just like have. men deal with this thing too like and like for a while it was very it was a thing no like, my arms are David
3: I think no, of see, your arms don't feel like Nora and we I can't, can't do, do our arms
2: sure you yeah. but like oh, I'm, okay I'm not gonna disrobe well, well, yeah, yeah.
1: guys tend to do the back of their necks so that oh, way they'll do oh, their, uh, I they'll like do to their, I like to keep a little mystery I don't like to know what they're
3: doing and I don't want them to know what I'm doing
2: well no but, but see <laughs> but
3: I like to look good I just don't want to know
2: no but okay so we've all seen you know the the, the scene in the 40 year old version where he gets the one. Yeah. He gets the wax. Steve Carell right. gets the waxing on yeah. it. Yeah, oh, yeah. So I've done. I I will admit on uh, on you <laughs> on, manscape. No, uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, of I do. Yeah, I it's want fine. to look good. You know, at the beach or whatnot. Right. But, but but the back, I used to do the waxing, mm-hmm. and Jeez. it it hurts. It hurts.
3: Max but, is uncomfortable. Now. I'm not the yeah. only one.
2: To, are you listen, trying to
3: cover the trips? I'm just.
2: I'm not sure. <laughs> cover this. No, no. But <laughs> but.
3: So are you considering laser?
2: that's the one thing I'm not considering because it seems like a big to-do so oh, it, it, it is a to-do to and
3: it takes it takes a while but I think it's it's much I mean it's it's a much more um... more fashion
2: tips coming up on
3: this <laughs> <laughs> I mean you get your you get you get what you pay for I think right so you're, oh, and you're it's kind of the right. permanency and the and, and it's
2: seriously so permanent oh, yeah.
3: absolutely absolutely but you, it's so much more beautiful right, I'm gonna
2: think about it. Yeah. a right.
3: lot of pain but it's right.
0: like we you got you a got oh. you got you know a mom. My,
3: my mom yeah our She's next mom.
0: podcast oh, right. Right. we're gonna, gonna do it yeah. as
2: Dave gets the laser <laughs> we <laughs> should
1: do an
3: entire
2: <laughs> podcast <laughs> on beauty tips <laughs> 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 live electro what from the viewpoint of a woman laser laser okay yeah
3: so she
1: actually has she has a lot of soccer players coming in she does not imagine names but she gets the soccer players from the revolution team doing their legs she gets the patriot players European
2: guys they do their legs what do the patriot players do? the
1: patriot players will do their faces so when they have so their OT growing, growing yeah. in so even if they do have hair growing in it comes in really even. Wait His uh, okay. 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 facial hair,
0: hair is super like, sexy or, or like the so there's T's no the reason to. Are, so like very, yeah. exactly. Wait, hold there on.
2: This is pretty I've never
0: heard this oh, before.
2: So a professional football player because they want uh why would they want it
1: I guess so they just want to look. They want to look good, so when the camera's on them.
2: So in other words, they, they get lasered good. in places where they don't want their hair to grow, exactly. and they let it grow in the remaining places.
1: Right, and it, it grows crazy. evenly.
2: That's uh, insane. Yeah, that Come might on. be a little much
1: for me. Yeah. Or you get rid well, of the unibrow. You know, there's all things, you, all kinds mm.
2: of things you can do. All right, I don't want yeah. to talk about all the places I've. Like, need to remove hair. But, okay, but anyway, uh, so let's get back a little bit, at least, to substance. I feel bad for Nora because Nora is a serious professional. That's good. Wait, wait, am I not a serious professional? No, this is her segment, Monica. Stop, stop bogarting the show. You're biting your lines. All right. So, tell me... uh, We'll talk
1: hair laser. No, you talk...
2: But you talked about how your your stepdad is in this industry. And you're... So you're a third-generation financial advisor. Right. Um, Did did you always kind of see it that way or or what because um you know you even though you may have a little bit of an edge in in the family business you really ultimately get a you know hustle on your own right oh absolutely
1: absolutely um and plus i mean we do have a really uh um uh, mature practice uh, it's one of the largest in the state um however you know it can't rest on that because as you know it's an Aging clientele and 20 years from now, it's not going to be the same clients as it is now yeah. So it's on me to make sure it maintains its its size and we keep it going mm-hmm. um, So that's why I do as much as I do and get in front of people um, for for uh, Letting people know what we do. Um, so I didn't always plan to get into the business. I mean for one thing um, I was for a long time set on uh, med school Um,
2: There's a running theme here today. So so you you, you were here earlier, but Monica here was going to be a dentist. You know what, I think sure. we all should have gone to med school. We get two, <laughs> two we get, well, we get three lawyers and one financial advisor. Yeah. And uh, we should have gone to med school. Anyway, go Yeah,
1: ahead. I it had a defining moment. Well, oh, of course, it's part of the cultural thing You're yeah. either a lawyer or a doctor. Right. right? I mean, it's one of right. those two. There's no in-between. I my, bro- my brother was it? <laughs> no, It's a cultural thing, and yeah. you really, a lot of immigrants, it's the, the yeah. mindset. Right. Because there's mm-hmm. no in-between. They don't know what a financial advisor is growing right? up. Right. So my brother was the attorney, and I said, okay, I guess I'll be, be the doctor. So I'm going on that track, you know, valedictorian and all that not nearly definitely not the smartest person in the room where did you
2: where did you go to uh, school
1: uh providence college
2: sure PC. go friars go friars that's right
1: um so i was going to make school track i had a defining moment where i said yep not for me um and that was in the or room it was senior year we're all scrubbed out uh watching uh, uh the surgeon do a hip replacement on a 91-year-old woman.
2: You're, so I'm sorry, you are at PC and you're pre-med? At
1: PC, pre-med, okay, exactly. Okay, got it. Go ahead. Yep, EMT, Went all Charleston that stuff. At Charleston Hospital? Uh, no, it was um, Providence uh, uh, Hospital. Okay. Uh, Rhode Island Hospital. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm in there, and uh, this the surgeon is going at it like it's WWF, like body slamming the woman and getting in there with a the saw. It is nothing like you think. You know, I always imagine this more clean not, version. Not, not
2: improperly. This is what he's supposed to do. Oh, right? oh of yeah. course. Oh, okay, sure, yeah. sure. But, but it's... It's, it's, uh, it's a lot more gruesome. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: a lot more gruesome. He's He's, like,
2: just like, yeah. taking his you know? frustration out
1: yeah. of Yeah. I know.
0: Oh,
1: it was, like, something nice. out of it. Excuse
2: me. As the host here, I'm clarifying information for the listing audience. Take right? this new hip, you jerk.
0: <laughs> no,
2: but I'm
1: Max, you're right. It's like something out of the Game of Thrones. I, it was oh, yeah. more gory. Wait a minute. Than wait I, a minute. You I just imagined. said
0: you don't have a television. Yeah.
1: Oh, oh I have a laptop. Oh, okay. So, so I'm watching it, and I'm standing. The true story. I can't make this up. This is like something out of Grey's Anatomy. I'm standing there, minus the love affairs. I'm standing there in the OR. I see
3: so many references to television, we're going to have to get into that. I know, I
2: know.
1: <laughs> so I see right. the spurt of blood in the air, I'm watching it, and it splashes. On you? Right on my scrubs and goggles, covering okay. the vision. Oh and I'm thinking, God. that was it. I'm done. And then I hear the doctor say, ooh, she's a gusher.
2: Oh my God! We, wait, hold on. Okay, so hold on. This hold
0: on. is
3: not what I imagined. That's like you know. the scene from
0: something about Mary. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> we got a blader here. Son.
3: Exactly, exactly. So, so, so I was thinking about a different scene from There's Something About Mary.
2: <laughs> the, no, that is. <laughs> yes, <that's crazy>. <laughs> oh, stop it, Monica! You're fired from the podcast. <laughs> 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 she just
1: took
2: it there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so <laughs> after that
0: moment, yeah.
2: So, um, oh, for that no, no, part. we're good. We're good. So, so um, yeah. uh. It's, 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 <laughs> trying to return. So, but did the poor woman make it? Did the she, poor did, woman she, she did. She did. It was okay. good
1: and all, but not. So, but okay. So,
2: just I mean, it just wasn't for you, right? I mean, yeah. because like some of the other doctors in there were probably like, "Oh my God, cool!" Like this is the real stuff. But um, it wasn't for you. Okay. Yeah. So what next? So shifted gears
1: and said, you know, there's got to be other ways I can help people and and do good. So it took a first job out of college that was uh, it was uh, working with biotech companies and making them more efficient. So I'd go in there, really interesting job. It was taking a um, look at under the hood of all these companies like Amgen, like uh, Merck, which was referenced earlier, J&J. Mm-hmm. Um, great experience, but uh, again, there was no real personal connection. Um, I liked that I was making departments and companies more efficient. It's a lot what I do now, just making families and businesses more efficient. Mm -hmm. So it translates really well to what I'm doing now. Um, And seeing family in the business, I would work a lot of times remotely and we just need an office and a telephone. Um, So I would go into my stepdad and grandfather's office and just use their spare desk and make some phone calls. And what I observed in there was something I wouldn't think I would see before is the thank yous being told, hugs being given, clients saying that they love you know my stepdad and my grandfather and I thought wow you can get that kind of gratification at work yeah um so that to me really got my attention um plus I'm a total numbers nerd so I thought wow so I can totally geek out on the numbers and all these rules and regulations plus you got this nice personal connection and I've experienced my mom you know my dad passed away from cancer so I experienced a single mother having to get financially independent and become bulletproof for whatever life threw at her. So I thought, what a, really, what a really cool thing to be able to do for people.
2: Mm. Um, you know what? I had like a bunch of questions and I think, Nora, sure. you like, already like answered them sort of on the fly. That was awesome. Um, hey, Billy in the booth, save that, okay? That was, that was gold. I'm just kidding. We don't have a producer here. But listen, <laughs> join us on the other side. We're going to keep talking with Nora So she's going to give you some awesome money tips that you can use right now. Three, two, one, go for
0: it. Hey, this is Chuck Hogan. I'm the author of The Town, and you're listening to The Boston Podcast.
2: Yes! And we're back on The Boston Podcast. Thanks for joining us, by the way. I mean, we appreciate it. I mean, you're busy people. You have things to do. You have places to go. I mean, I hope you download our podcast and you listen to it in the car or when you're kind of hanging around the house or... You know, when you have nothing better to do. I don't know. I mean, Max, when do you listen to your podcast? I listen to uh, this podcast, and I'm trying to get to... This... Oh, my God. Oh, I mean, when not. I'm trying to get up in the morning and get energized, is what I meant to say. That's really <laughs> not... That's not good at all. Okay, so we're here with uh, our guest, Nora Yusuf, who's a, a uh, financial advisor at, at uh, RBC Wealth Management. Um, and we're here with um, this guest that we invited and she just won't leave and her name is monica <laughs> singh and she's an attorney in-house with um the this uh, biotech company that i can't pronounce shanty like. thank you very much
3: i'm um, insisting you. that she stays okay. thank you oh, <laughs> no, right, how, nice. this is like hashtag girl so, power
2: it's kind of it's nice i the, love that yeah well it's cool i mean we i mean yeah we like that so uh, just thing. as a quick as a quick parenthesis, <laughs> I have to add just something that happened to me last night this is apropos absolutely nothing okay so I'm fighting a cold all right oh. and uh, so last night uh, I'm in my home alone and uh, I want to get one of these anti-cold things you know like the zycam or whatever mm-hmm. they are and I go to my medicine cabinet and sure enough I have a little canister like about it's one of these little spray bottles but it's a, it's a little one like uh, like maybe three inches tall right you know mm-hmm. these things yeah. Okay. So I'm like, so I get it and it won't spray like it, it's, it's jammed or something. And so
3: run right hot water.
2: I uh, didn't think of that. Probably should have, I'm knocking it on the, on the, on the sink and I'm mm-hmm. trying to get it to free it or whatever. And I'm spraying still won't say still won't spray, still won't spray. And I get frustrated. And so I throw it, I, I throw it protect, uh, uh, into the sink, like, forget this. And I throw I, anger got the best of me for a moment. Okay. Throw into the sink. The bottle bounces back at a perfect angle and hits me right in the eye. I kid you not. Can you see this? Can you I see actually this can't Oh yeah! You see that? That's actually, hit me. That's so pathetic. I know, and I don't. Max
3: is your biggest fan. And other than
2: the <laughs> other than the <laughs> listeners of this podcast, I don't dare tell anyone how it actually. How you guys are my friends. I'll tell you. Yeah. I need an excuse as to how I got this. So what, what should I tell people? You got.
0: You got in a fight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you were it is almost Definitely. where Definitely. You, would, you would get a little, yeah,
3: yeah, little yeah.
2: scratch Absolutely. in a fight. Yeah. You
3: were in a tussle, that's yeah. for sure. Just, yeah. It, it
0: happening yeah. in your crab MAGA
2: class. Defending your woman. Yeah. That sounds you a lot used, better yeah. than uh, I was trying to take some medicine. You, and, <laughs> you need to take
3: emergency.
2: <laughs> what is that?
3: It's a powder that's available at Whole Foods.
2: Okay. Is I swear by, by it. it No. No. Yeah, are you getting some kickback from this?
3: Definitely not. You need to use. Yeah, you need to use. I should put on your voice.
2: Okay. You should
3: take a virgin C. So I can't even do it. I feel like it gets very...
2: Yeah, so that... And what is about? it? It's a, it's a... It's
3: vitamin C. It's just... It's amped up. I think it's a 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C. You know a lot about drugs
2: having worked in the industry. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do a whole other show on that. All right, let's yeah. get back to Nora. So, okay. so Nora, Nora Youssef, who's um, our money woman of the day. Um, so you were kind enough to prepare some stuff that's kind of on your client's mind. So, I mean, mm-hmm. let's... What what you do is I think our 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 professional listening audience knows what a financial advisor does. But I mean, I used to do it and you always wanted a few sort of recent things to throw by people, like have you thought about this, thought about this. So um, like what are you telling your clients like these days? What are the hot Uh, ones?
1: I'll I'll bring up what I find people are most interested in and it's usually a topic that uh, affects everyone. For example, social that didn't
2: se- hit the microphone at all when you, you oh. <laughs> last time. No, I want to make sure I got your attention. Go ahead, you got it.
1: Uh, one of which is social security. It doesn't. It's not a sexy topic. It's not a topic that people light up when they hear. But it's it okay. affects everyone at some point, mm-hmm. whether it's you or your parents. Um, so the first thing I want to bring up is, if someone who's younger says, "I'm not going to even have social security. Why are we talking about it?" Well, we're talking about it because it's going to be worth over. When you
2: said someone's younger, you pointed to Monica particularly and not me and Max. <laughs> yeah. I'm just pointing that out. No, this is a big I'm thing. I'm probably because,
3: the yeah.
1: same age as you, by
3: the way. Yeah, 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 sure.
2: so, well, we can do the math later. But... Um, but uh, uh, the thing is, um, the big thing in, in planning, right, and right. when you're going to take, is that where you're going, where you, when you're going to take Social Security? Or?
1: Uh, I'm going with it just saying everybody says there's not going to be any Social Security left, and here's my oh, okay. two cents in we, saying there answers. is Go going ahead. to be Social Security left. Okay. So I don't have a crystal ball, ball but um, but what I do have are the facts, and by 2033, the Social Security Trust Fund is going to be totally depleted.
2: So that doesn't sound good.
1: doesn't sound good. Right. Um, So at that point in time, it doesn't mean we're all screwed. Mm -hmm. It just means that there's only going to be revenue available to pay out through FICA tax dollars, which pays up 75% of whatever is promised to you. Okay, so remember, as long as everyone doesn't stop going to work every day, and that's Mm. 150 million people that get up in the morning every day, as long as they don't stop going to work, there's always going to be 75% of revenue going into the system, being able to pay at least 75% of your check. Now, this problem we've had has happened before, back in 1985 during the Reagan presidency. Same exact problem, the trust fund was depleting. They didn't actually take action until there were two year, years left uh, until the trust fund would be down mm-hmm. to zero. So what did they do? Well history lesson is they decided to, Dave?
2: I have no idea.
1: Okay, they increased. <laughs> <laughs> this
2: is so, my show, I'm allowed so, to say that. They called Billy Squire. <laughs> and yeah. him
0: they
1: called
3: Jonas. Stroke. So, <laughs> so,
2: so they what tried, they did. Are we, still, yeah, in the, are we yeah. still in the Reagan era? Yes. Okay, I'm yep. sorry. Yeah. I'd okay. like, like to so, him, with him. So, hey, so what man. they
1: did is, they uh, decided they're gonna push back the age of retirement, to so not 65, 66, or 67. Okay. So what that teaches right. us is if they are going to make a change most likely they're going to make a change and when they do it's not going to affect those who are just about to retire okay Now I'm looking at you No y- you, <laughs> may, you may look at me
0: I
2: used to just really <laughs> Go ahead No but the big thing so, for the well, is this is about when to retire? When, yeah. yeah. when No okay. I mean <laughs> like we've we've all been paying You can laugh all you want funny boy but you've been paying into social security. That's right. Yeah. And yeah. You, you're gonna wanna know when you should take it. So you should exactly. elect to take social security and right. begin to take those benefits. Right. So and so now do I have your attention? Okay, the great anyway, question. so Nora, t- tell yes. me what the answer is. Yeah.
1: And Social Security, by the way, is worth, uh, has potentially to be worth over $1.25 million. So it's a significant amount of money. People say-
0: $1.25 million dollars per, it's per, per, per
1: a a person. Cumulative over your lifetime per person. Mm-hmm. Right. So people that say, oh, sense. well, it's yeah. nothing. And it actually really adds up. It's, it's more than I'm making a month.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it, but it does. I mean, because, um, <laughs> well, I mean, the whole thing is, when you're thinking she about retirement, Nora, just talk to me, to listen to these cons, okay. <laughs> So we know a thing or two about money, but it's part. It's a. It, it becomes a key part of most people's plans when they yes. retire because yes. you get an income stream. Right. And even though it may seem like a humble income stream, to get an income stream at that point in your life, that's a huge deal right. because otherwise you're just you're pulling out of of your savings, which is a losing game eventually. Right. Right. So. It's called so right, green right. fees. All right so there's so a lot of different what? strategies oh God,
1: so a lot of different strategies out there um i actually found a couple an extra eleven hundred dollars a month i had no idea okay. they were entitled to because there's there's 81 different ways to collect how is a regular person supposed to know which 81 of those ways is best for you so there's all kinds mm. of tricks up your sleeve and if you've never heard of filing and suspending ask uh, okay next topic College. Not so much liquid. We're not talking assets. Just income. Okay. Because okay. income is So, so the that year, rate. I
0: need to. I should keep my income as low as possible. As
1: low as possible. If you have some leeway, if you're a business owner or if you're a partner whatever yeah. it is, that's, that's a year to look at course. Yeah. As
0: the people that own their own businesses have I I so a. So of, of a leeway? Yeah. yeah exactly. so what's the impact? Exactly. The impact will be. I'll be able to get financial aid, but what? Well, what's the pro? What are the prospects for financial aid for somebody like me anyway? For as a player
1: okay. like Max. So, <laughs> so yeah. if, so many people have. So many people have it wrong when they say, well, I'm not getting any financial aid anyways. I've gotten a lot of people financial aid that never thought they would be eligible really? for it. Because okay. well, there's, again... That's it's,
0: something you work you work on? I okay. do. Okay. Yep. Wow.
1: And it's all about understanding how they calculate it. And what they do is they look at parents' income and assets, child's income and assets. So that's one way you can get your income to look um, as minimal as possible. Humble, right. Something else you can do, um, reposition assets, we can talk about that later off air. Um, also... Uh, college funds? Do you have something set up for the kids, like a five
3: twenty nine?
0: I have a right. I have a grandmother. That's what I have set up. For <laughs> Ooh, okay. That, yeah. And the, oh, the that's very direct. All kind of right. Of my strategy. Too. All right.
1: So, <laughs> well, I actually I like what you brought up about the grandparents. So a lot of times the five twenty nines will the parents will be the owners, which is pretty sensible, right? I mean, the parent would be the owner, but it's one of the worst places that the five twenty nines. One of the worst ways it can be held because. Colleges again, when they're looking to yeah. see what you have, and they look at just about everything, yeah. including your address, everything. They will see that asset on your side of the ledger.
0: Right. So, the, so what do you do? Yeah.
1: The better place to hold that money is you said it, with with it grandparents. Yeah. You don't
0: let you don't make the grandparent divest themselves of that money. Wait, is you that do. right?
2: Yeah. So, so, you, oh, so a grandparent will open a five twenty nine plan in favor of their grandchild. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, and can is it would it, is it okay for the parent? the parent to contribute to that fund?
1: Absolutely. And that's wow. usually, there's three benefits. Never heard of that
2: before. That's great. Yeah. yeah.
3: That's and
1: really interesting. It is. And usually the parents will continue to contribute, even though it's in sure. someone else's name. Sure. Anyone can contribute to it. Santa right. Claus, whomever. Okay. But Easter for purposes bunny, of when that child ends, ends up limits. going to. We'll get to that. Yeah. Yeah. The The other benefit there is, uh, it's, uh, well, when the parent, grandparents are getting the statements Mm-hmm. monthly of right. the 529 it adds a little uh, indirect suggestion that the grandparents contribute to so that also is another perk. that's
2: brilliant okay. that's really good alright a third think about, it, can you think about that you go better, to the man, grandparents it's, it's, it is manipulative <laughs> it's but, <strategy>. it's, but <laughs> in a nice way yep. think about that yeah, yeah so that way you would I mean we're all it's looking for ways to interact with our grandparents I mean look okay, in the case of yeah. uh, us our parents right um, you know uh, you know Helen and Bob, you know, uh, you're so generous. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Did you have you gotten these statements? But and they'll see and they go, should we be contributing more? It's like, well, right?
1: Exactly. Can right. I can ask a question?
2: A threshold
3: question. Please. So. When does one interact with you? Like, wh- when is a good time to engage a financial planner? It's a really, it's a great because, question. Because, because truly, yeah, that is a so really good so yeah. I'm at a place in my career yeah. where I've never I've never spoken to a financial planner ever. Yeah, my dad did something tangential to this, and so I've just sort of utilized him. But truly, okay. I don't feel like a it's a comfortable position to be in anymore to be asking him for financial <laughs> advice. Sure. Um, and B, like I just I think at this point he needs to be playing golf and enjoying his life, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so when does one
2: now is a good time for you. I can tell you that. Yeah. This, this sounds like one of those ads on like, when is it okay time <laughs> right. to talk Right, life. right, But you know, but so, so I'll answer it and then Nora can give her an answer and she can give her whole pitch and everything. Like, um, it, it's, uh, I mean, in a way it's never too early, but um, for people in their 30s and 40s, mm-hmm. it's not that critical to start thinking about it, but it mm-hmm. certainly doesn't hurt hurt, right? Like it certainly doesn't hurt to, to start thinking about it, especially when you start, if you if you accumulated some the biggest mistake I think people make when they're young if they if they do have disposable income is they just leave it in cash and they're like, Oh, it's okay, you know, I don't yeah. have to worry about that right. yet and they miss an opportunity. Like and all of a sudden it's ten years later. That's right. And they just they just lost like five hundred thousand dollars they could have earned or maybe I'm exaggerating. It depends, right? right. But right.
1: I'm yeah. certain I'm doing that. Yeah. You, yeah I just I, don't yeah I right, always talk saying- to Nora. I always say you can't do it soon enough because I, I've seen so many mistakes that were easily something that could have been changed or tweaked a yeah. long time ago. So I always say just talk to somebody now. And plus, people who are in the business and do it for the right reasons and love what they do and enjoy it, they're going to meet with you, not charge, give you really good advice. I, I get it. You it's just offer free
2: advice. Take you out for
1: drinks. You have, and you then. You
2: have, well,. <laughs> We're not all about that, okay? I just... Uh, no, but seriously. Um, you have, you have 401k, please? Of course. Okay. So, so
3: the 401k I, is something I, that easier. I've been doing forever. Like, okay. and I max out on it every year and always have. Brilliant. Really, yeah. So, that's... But, but that is, like, you know, yeah.
2: That's if a bit, than, no But that's yeah. a powerful thing. And, like, believe it or not, I, yes. I've worked with people who have said, 401k, eh, we don't really believe in that. I mean, after 2008, no, 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 no. I mean, 2008, that's... it all crashed. I don't really believe in that anymore. I'm, and I look at them like, are you... Crazy, like, like, yeah. so just because the market dipped, you're not gonna put yeah. aside money. Like you're, you're losing like money every day. Yeah.
1: yeah, and plus, you know, every stage of life comes with it all kinds of. Um, Considerations. So when you're younger, there's really? paying off loans and student loans and then what's right. the best way to do that. Right, right, right. When you're about to get married, what do you need to consider when you have yes. kids? So all along the way, there's always things to consider. So I always say whenever you have questions, consult somebody.
3: Where? What? What is the name of your company again? Uh,
1: it's RBC Wealth Management. Okay. Yep. And you're in downtown Boston? Um, downtown Boston, um, another location in Wellesley, as well as Southeastern, right across Stonehill College, where you went
2: that's right and no I think it's Stonehill no. did you go to Stonehill no oh maybe I heard <laughs> wrong he went to Penn I went to Penn <coughs> Wait, yet, nothing against Stonehill. Stonehill nothing against Stonehill
3: of, of, uh, and you are downtown Boston. Boston. Yes. Yes. my
2: cousin Kelly yep. went to Stonehill um, where did uh, Jonas go Jonas went to uh, uh, <laughs> either Babson or Bentley uh, I'm sorry Jonas <laughs> was it was definitely either Babson, <laughs> <or> <laughs> Babson, <or> Babson <laughs> Bentley Jonas be like, who or is Foden. this person Monica well, Jonas is wicked smart he's an architect nice so um 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 oh but while we're on the subject no but honestly uh uh how can people get in touch with you website
1: sure yeah um uh website uh uh, williams It's my family name williams investment group rbc.com okay shoot me an email nora.yousif at rbc.com y-o-u-s is in sam i is in ingrid f is in Frank, there we go, <laughs> at rbc.com,
2: <laughs>
1: or give me a ring at 508-230-8960 or
0: 617-777-0202. I'm impressed. I am, I too. Really, this, this, this has been good.
2: It, it really And good. And, like, uh, you're the we,
0: smartest financial player that's ever been on this wait show. Wait a minute. By, I
2: think mean, <laughs> <mean, laughs> <I mean, laughs> it's game time. I think we need to
3: play some games. Uh, I don't, Quick
2: uh, game. I don't. I have no more games, Mon. You you, you had your chance. Okay.
0: <laughs> Monica, one. we're going to yeah. have you
2: back. The great Monica Singh drinking Esquire. Games. We're going to have you back. Um, <laughs> we to
0: drinking That's right. <laughs> no, Bourbon Pong.
2: So, Nora Yusuf from uh, RBC Wealth Management. We thank you so much. Thank you. And by the way, I know you had That's more yours. stuff to talk about, but um, but the we'll clock to it later. the clock tolls and all that. And um, it's Friday here, and we want to get to our weekend. So, listen, thank you for listening to us on the Boston Podcast. And visit us online at thebostonpodcast.com, all of our past interviews. Max, what's the best interview we've done today, besides this one?
0: Oh, it's great. So, so we, you know, it, it maybe recency is uh, prejudicing this event, yeah. but Tony Pelosi was so much fun. I'm was not great. sure we yeah. even put that one up yet. It's, it's up. Is it up? It's up just just that recently. That, that yeah. guy is just great. And so I, I yeah. Didn't, I didn't. I I'd met Tony. I didn't know how he'd be as a podcast guest. Uh, podcast right. Podcast guest.
2: It was awesome. Can someone pass Max the um, the wine? Because I think he needs a little No it's... <laughs> <laughs> Hey it's Friday cut him some slack, people. It's Friday Seriously afternoon. Um, I had yeah, Tony... Monica's
0: podcast. I mean I had
2: to... Tony... <laughs> Tony was awesome. Tony's a life coach and um, he kinda got weird with us. We had a great talk and he's been around and this is what the show it... no weird in a good way, Monica. We have to close the show. So case. So the, the outro music is playing, people. So um, thebostonpodcast.com. I nice. already said Thanks for joining us, kids. We will see you next time.